0: Over the next five minutes, we're going to be talking about bath toys. That's right. This is the Mold Show. And each week, we focus on another aspect of public health. And earlier this week, I appeared on the morning show on Channel 7, talking about the risks from bath toys. Now, the reason for this was that there have been a number of news stories linking bath time and very serious infections and one that was brought to my attention was a mother of a little boy who was playing with one of these typical bath toys and he squirted himself in the eye and you know that's half the fun of bath toys and face it bath time is supposed to be fun apart from getting clean. So in the next five minutes we're going to be going quite quickly through some of the reasons why bath time plus plastic bath toys might be cause for reconsideration for a lot of parents and grandparents. And especially as we approach Christmas and you're considering potential stocking fillers, you might want to think twice about the types of plastic toys that you're considering for your children. And I want to tell you a little bit of the findings. So today what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about the ugly truth about bath toys, mould, yeasts and bacteria. And when I first heard about this story, I was quite taken by the really ugly examples of biofilms that when parents Uh, concerned parents cut into their bath toys and it doesn't have to be a rubber duck there have been some very interesting stories about giraffes that have been cut open they've seen this very black gunky material now I did the same thing I got a a group of uh, bath toys cut them open and sure enough approximately 70 percent of the toys had quite considerable and obvious biofilms. Now, when these were swabbed to uh, petri plates, we were able to get some quite nasty bugs growing. And I wanna talk to you about these bugs now, but firstly, I wanna show you some typical examples. So I'm gonna talk you through how these petri plate photographs were obtained. And so in the lab, I cut into the plastic bath toy. That's not rocket science, but swabbing that onto various different types of petri plates allows us to visualize what is able to grow on them and as you can see from those photographic images it's really easy to culture out some really quite serious nasties and on the right hand side you can see the yellow duck internal we took a couple of swabs and what was quickly revealed was a group of lots of bacteria so although everyone thinks of the biofilms inside the plastic toy as being mold you need to recognize that it's actually a complex biofilm and that this biofilm is very much like a carpet or a lawn and that it is made up of bacteria, yeast, and fungi and so we're going to jump straight into this now how does this actually happen because obviously when you purchase a new bath toy you assume that it is reasonably clean well the ways in which these bath toys become contaminated is from the plumbing itself so the house and the water That is coming into your property has a background level of microbes in it. Now this is entirely normal and nothing to be concerned about. But the toy itself yep, the plastic toy itself many of the plastics that uh, make up these toys are biodegradable. They've got plasticizers and uh, oxidants and antioxidants in them and They can be used as a food source by bacteria, yeast, and fungi. And so, at the reasonable uh, ambient and and higher temperatures of the bath water, the plastic breaks down. And this happens quite quickly and is a well known problem. So, there are uh, advocacy. Uh, aspects to this as well and we'll get into that a little bit later. But also the person who's in the bath also contributes to the microflora that's found in the bath water and then this gets into the inside of the plastic toy and grows a biofilm quite quickly. Now these microbes are not altogether Pathogenic, and as we saw in the live stream last week, that approximately 1400 microbes are known to be pathogenic. But in a sense, the background statistics are that really only one in a billion different bacteria has the potential to cause harm to us. Now, I am going to go through the different types of Uh, bacteria, yeast, and fungi that I was able to recover at culture when we went through a whole range of different bath toys. And I'll jump into that now. The most concerning one is obviously something called Pseudomonas aeruginosa. These are um, commonly found uh, all around us anyway. uh, What that means is that they are uh, a common Uh, bacterium, but they cause sepsis in uh, many cases, urinary tract infections, gastrointestinal problems, and it thrives in many environments. And what that means is that it has good adaptive ability to grow across different environments, from easy to grow to hostile environments. Now, Pseudomonas originosa is a serious microorganism and causes untold problems worldwide. The next uh, uh, microorganism which I uh, was able to recover from these toys was something called Exophiala. Now, this is a black yeast and it is commonly found in homes anyway, especially around the rubber seals of dishwashers or in washing machines but it is known to cause infections and respiratory issues and especially susceptible are cystic fibrosis patients. But of course, this means that this black yeast is particularly dangerous for anyone who has any type of immunocompromised situation. And we all know from covid this year that anyone can be in a sense having an immunocompromised state if they're recovering from even a colder flu now the next microorganism which appeared very early on on these petri plates and it is called enterococcus faecalis and it is this greeny colored bacterium and This one is so easy to identify in the microbiology lab because it smells of stool. And if you can follow my word picture here, a child gets into the bath, is washing him or herself. And obviously these enteric or gastrointestinal uh, microbes find their way into the bath water and eventually inside the rubber bath toy which is particularly concerning and again within 24 hours of culture you could actually smell this on the petri plates so that is of concern and we also saw staphylococcus aureus now staphylococcus aureus causes untold problems worldwide is often referred to as golden staph because it is resistant in many cases to uh, antibiotics. So this Staphylococcus aureus or golden staph is often located on the skin and again easily finds its way into the bath water. Now all of you are probably wondering how you can protect yourself because it is a lot of fun play with these and certainly when my daughter was young she liked playing with all sorts of plastic and rubber bath toys in her baths not just rubber ducks but lots of others as well I should say that something which we didn't get to cover in depth is that I also took some swabs from these uh, foam um, toys as well and there were different bacteria and yeast and fungi shown on these and I have to say, on a total colony count, that is how many different types of bacteria, yeast, and fungi, there were far fewer recovered from the foam toys. Meaning that even with this quite quick experiment, it is suggestive that this might be better than a lot of these toys uh, that often have holes. In any case, I want to tell you how you can Uh, protect yourself? Well obviously potentially choose a toy that doesn't have a hole in it because if it doesn't have a hole in it it can't take up the water and therefore the water often uh, stagnates in there and it's hard to dry them. So if you want to improve the hygiene and reduce the risk of exposure then obviously you could consider disinfecting your toys and you can do that in a couple of ways. The number one method is to dry and get rid of as much water inside the bath toy as possible. You could consider boiling the bath toy or using boiling water on it. You could use a range of different chemical disinfectants or you could physically alter the toy by plugging up any holes. There is legislation and advocacy afoot worldwide to... Um, prevent or minimise poor and low quality polymers being used in the manufacture of children's toys because it is known that this does quickly lead to biofilm formation. The next couple of uh, points that I need you to recognise is that if you want to minimise conditions of microbial growth, obviously you want to reduce the relative humidity inside the bathroom and you should do that by increasing ventilation using mechanical ventilation ensuring that humidity is kept certainly at 40 to 50 percent relative humidity and certainly below 60 percent relative humidity mop up any excess water squeeze out the bath toy after use and that is certainly going to be very effective i should also say that not everyone who gets into the bath and starts playing with a toy is going to get sick. And we need to talk about something called the hygiene hypothesis because being exposed to bacteria, yeast and fungi certainly at an early age, there's lots of literature out there that shows that this is very protective to children and improves their allergy response in a sense by priming their immune system. So What we don't want is ugly biofilms forming in toys which might remain in the toy and then be played with again which could then expose that particular child or individual to high concentrations of potentially pathogenic bacteria. But I'm not suggesting that we do away with all toys or stop bath time fun. I'm just suggesting that every family needs to, in a sense, consider what is their general agreed background level of microbes that they're happy with. If you want to disinfect all the time well that's your choice but there's lots of literature out there that suggests that it is beneficial to children to be exposed to a wide range of different microbes. So in summary what we don't want to have happen is children to be exposed to high concentrations of biofilms and we don't want to have conditions where biofilms form inside toys which might look quite nice and playful on the outside but contain a hidden menace and that is the point of the show the mold show this week in any case if you've enjoyed this i'd encourage you to subscribe give this video a like share it with your friends post it on new news groups and make sure that you let other people know that biofilms are bad. We don't want them in our bath toys and there are lots of practical things you can do to reduce the probability of biofilms forming. In any case, my name's Dr Cameron Jones. I'll be back next week. Have a great week. Stay safe. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Now, don't forget to go to Apple and leave us a review. You've been listening to The Mold Show and all of the video versions of the podcasts are up on drcameronjones.tv. Thanks for listening and see you next week.